0: And if you have questions during the service, just just hold them up and they'll come and get them. This way we can get started.
1: We'll just start with the first one here. Um, Since the word good is relative, what is the basis of unity's principle of one God the good isn't God something that just is not good or bad
0: that is that is true Um, good however has a relative place within our own thinking as far as that which is in the process of continually to unfold We go from good to better to best, so to speak, and then we begin all over again when the best becomes good, and then we continue our cycle as it is never-ending. So, I guess it's a way of plugging into not only our interaction with God the Source, but how we know that we are, as an eternal extension, a part of that, and that we, um, as we've said, we never get it wrong because we never get it done. We're always in process. We are eternal. So, good certainly is a relative word, but we can use it because it is based upon uh, that which is our own cycle of growth than that which we depended on yesterday and called good but today can be better.
1: How do I get out of my own way and achieve my goals and desires?
0: Very carefully. Uh, when you say your own way, I assume what you're saying is, 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 you, are, is you are plugged into not necessarily the, the concept completely, totally and fully of the integrated, uh, unlimited potential that you are, and you sort of stumble a little bit in the things that are of what other people think about you and what you have expected about yourself, and that all becomes a jumbled mess sometimes. Um, one, of the, one of the processes, I think, that when you catch yourself in that experience and you know that you are not tuned in, tapped in, turned on to the indwelling movement and the flow of energy through you to recognize that that's an okay place for you to be. There's nothing wrong with where that is. It may not be totally comfortable or it may not be totally productive, but to make it other than an okay place sets the stage for a duplication of it until tomorrow. So where you are is always just right and perfect for where you should be. But in that right and perfect place, when you sense that there is more to do, be, and have, to explore, to experience, to move to a thought process that at least allows you to tap into more of the energy that is of appreciation, is of thankfulness, is of um, looking for, um, I'm I'm gonna use the word, of looking for the good in things that are around you, uh, looking for things to praise rather than to condemn. And that is a kind of a way that we move around some of the obstacles that we have imposed upon ourselves and move into the greater good.
1: Why do we get sick?
0: We get sick because that which, let 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 me back up here. Sickness of any kind, with, uh, a bodily, emotionally, financially, um, interpersonal relationship in any possible way, is but an indicator that we are out of alignment with our greater God-truth, with our higher self, with who and what we really are. It is but an indicator much much like a gauge would be on any instrument and to recognize it then allows us to perhaps recognize or at least um, sense and feel um, the uh, the dipstick you know what a dipstick is in an automobile? You check the oil, right? Okay. The dipstick in our journey is how we are feeling and in the middle of a sickness in any variety if we one if we if we look at that and stick the dipstick in to see what am i feeling what are my emotional responses to this and then to trace that back to when i recently or not so recently had the same emotional response in a completely different setting to realize that there's a connection and we can go back and redo if you were will, even in consciousness, even in our mind, even in thinking, a process that we have once gone through, and we can talk ourselves into something that is greater. And once we remove the cause, then we allow the energy to flow the better, and that which we call sickness is therefore very eligible to be transformed.
1: A couple of questions <coughs> having to do with heaven, hell, and after life so i think maybe you can combine them maybe
0: you know you know religiosity has done a number on us you know that we look at <laughs> we 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 look at things so cut and dried many different teachings are so cut and dried there's nothing to the left and there's nothing to the right when there's an eternity to the left and an eternity to the right we live in a never ending unfolding universe that is continually being there to nourish us and to draw us ever upward and ever inward, however you look at those kinds of things, so religiosity has certainly called in. You can say, well, it's in the Bible. Yeah, there are a lot of things in the Bible for that matter, but you can look at that. Unity looks at that and says that heaven and hell are states of consciousness primarily, and that um, I jokingly said earlier, um, uh, the hell, uh, the hell, uh, hell is aho you know, the little town to our west. I got into trouble for that years ago, but there you go. I have family that live in Amo, he said, and I don't think you should say that. Well, okay. Jericho. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Anyway, so haven't you ever been into hell? emotionally, financially, uh, you know, haven't you had real hellish experiences? Well, it didn't come from outside of you, it came from within you. And haven't you had moments when you were just simply wonderfully in tune with all that is good and wonderful and beautiful? Could not that be an aspect of that which we call heaven? See unity teaches (coughs) that there's never any place to go. There's only something to be and to be who you are is the process of the journey and so heaven um, certainly after you make your transition um, we would understand that we all move into full conscious only awareness of our true higher god self you never take any junk with you you only take who you truly are and that is the god expression of the extension of pure source energy that is eternal And so, there's nothing really you can do that wrong. There are those who would say, you know, this is a sin and that's going to do you in and and that is is anathema and God's going to get really ticked if you do that. Well, the energy that is God knows not how to get ticked. It just is. And it's the flow of absolute liquid love. And you are totally safe in that forever.
1: And you want to... someone said explain again unity's belief on our spiritual life after we transition from the physical body is there a belief that our spirit will inhabit another physical body
0: well i know this is a this is a biggie for some people i believe we believe that you have been around countless times Nothing makes sense to me, to unity, that you've been born and you've got 70 years to make it or you're done. Right? The infinite presence all of a sudden no longer is this wonderful, loving expression of that which has forever and now it's turned into a vindictive, judgmental kind of thing and uh, the mark of something has been placed upon you. You can Come over, over, over again, and this is the leading edge of that which is the expansion of the universe. and after we make our transition, we will undoubtedly have many encounters with personalities and life. Haven't you ever had a deja vu movement uh, the movement? moment? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> We've all had a deja vu movement, haven't we? How about moment? When you have met somebody for the first time and you know you hadn't, you're not meeting them for the first time? Yeah. Or you've been someplace and, boy, something's familiar there, but you've never been there. You're just picking up on that, which is your eternal memory. So, Yeah.
1: What is the unity way of processing perceived negative news and images as seen on TV or in the newspaper?
0: Well, I guess after a while, we choose what we want to watch, don't we? You know, I mean, if you see crappy things all the time and you act in that level and you feel not all that good after you've watched it, could not you turn your attention to something that is making you, helping you, giving you the opportunity to look better? and feel better. The newscast, uh, what did your teacher say about the newscast? Look for that, that if uh, the bad. Make
1: it your prayer list. Huh? Make it your prayer list.
0: Yes, the but, names. yes but be thankful. Oh, oh.
1: When good news becomes news, becomes the unusual, that's when we should be concerned. Negative is news because it's 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 blip. the unusual. It's blip, it's just the small we live in a world of good. Most so you, parents are good parents.
0: Yeah, so you can always, you know, look, reach for what makes you feel better, always, right? I mean, unless you enjoy groveling, stirring around in that which is yucko. That's no fun.
1: I just lost my precious dog and it's giving me a grief consciousness For all my pets who who have passed on, I want to believe their spirits are eternal.
0: Well, I certainly have compassion for you. How many of us have been in that position? Yeah, never easy, is it? No. But you know, if the life force within us is an eternal expression and there's only God Can't you trust the life force within the little critters that allow them to move on after a body no longer seeks, you know, works and moves on into something better? That we oftentimes, we treat our dogs and cats with more compassion than we do our fellow human beings. So, all is well within your little one.
1: Would you speak to breathing in all our pain and breathing out peace, well-being, and harmony, the practice of Tomlin as a way of expansion? Grieving? Breathing. Breathing, breathing in our pain, breathing out peace and well-being. Evidently, it's a, a, a form of practice.
0: Um i'm not I'm not totally familiar with the word that is that is that is working in this in this particular uh, There are many practices in many different uh, traditions in the world that serve and bless people and someone and if this is something that appears to be a useful thing in your life and and it has meaning to you. Uh, with the breath attached to it. A lot of traditions speak of the breath and the use of it in a very positive way. And all I really can say is, if it works for you, do it.
1: Explain affirmations. Can I be specific in my affirmations or can I be too specific?
0: You are too specific when you are in the middle of them and you see lack rather than fulfillment. If you are affirming something to be true in your life, something that you desire or wish to have, and the very process of affirmation is pointing out to you what you don't have more than the gentleness of moving into what you know is a part of the experience of, of receiving, then you may need to pull back a little bit. You only need to affirm something once, actually, You don't need to remind the infinite activity of the flow of the universe over and over and over again, necessarily, and to affirm it once, and that is then to recognize that now your task, your joyous task, is to get into alignment with what you have affirmed, and let the universe do its positive thing to bring it into expression.
1: And so the reaffirmation is for us. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have trouble whenever I think of my husband's ex-relationships. What should I do to pass through it?
0: Well, praise and bless and give thanks that he found somebody as wonderful as you.
1: (laughs) How do you uproot a deep healing issue so as to heal completely In wholeness, some needs come back around when you least anticipate them and don't even identify anymore and still knock you off your center.
0: Probably that's because remember, every emotion that we experience is left right where it is if we do not do anything with it if we move on and sort of into another domain uh, or dimension of activity and we leave it and then something bubbles up because of a circumstance a personality a condition or a thing and it reminds us of that we immediately go back right where in mind in heart to that where that that that, that feeling where we left it so the process is once you find that happening work go there as much as you can and recognize that this is this is a process this is a procedure so you can do it a little bit um, uh... with the sterileness so you go to that moment and then you work on whatever it takes to talk your way up into just another notch of feeling better as to what happened even if even if you say things like well they did the best they knew how to do, and they had nothing intentional, you know, whatever it takes in that particular circumstance, because they're all unique and different. And then, when you talk yourself into a greater understanding of that moment that took place sometime in your history, if the next time you visit it, it is that emotional level that you'll go to. And eventually, you will go to one that says, so what? And it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't disturb me anymore. I no longer am in that place of mind and heart where I can vibrate to that which will uh, precipitate unhappiness in me.
1: How does one learn to create right livelihood using one's innate gifts, intelligence, uh, in service to spirit and humanity?
0: Well, I guess the, the beginning point is the desire to do so. And then the next successive points, all kinds of points in there, The successive points is to be as receptive as we possibly can to that uh, that innate activity within us that will bring things to pass. Life is not initially a doing. It is not initially a striving. It is not initially an outer step of accomplishment. Life initially, before that takes place effectively, oh, we can strain at the pot and stir around and get something done, but almost always when we have to effort to do something, the efforting itself uh, doesn't produce the exact outcome that we would want. And so the journey is always an inner one. It's always one of first alignment with the knowledge of who we are and then the opportunity of what we want to do, be and have, to be of service, to be of, um, of, of expansion in our own life, Uh, to do, be, and explore whatever it is that we choose to do, be, and explore. And once we catch an alignment with that inner, then the steps will happen without effort and we'll just sort of fall into it in a very gentle, more more easy way.
1: What faculties do we use to find the truth? Capital T.
0: (laughs) Faculties. Well, obviously, um, the faculty of intuition, the faculty of appreciation, the faculty of steadfastness, the faculty of, of, of acceptance, of person, place, condition, or thing. Uh, if I didn't say it, the faculty of judgmentalness, the faculty of seeking to find things to love in every moment that your life lives. Um, just flow with the river, and it will be there.
1: Why is Christianity the base here? Are other religions, dogma practiced? And then we have some other questions about unity's uh, well, approach unity, to Buddhism, uh, unity's approach to theos- theosophical, so it can be kind of a general.
0: Yeah, unity. unity was founded on metaphysical Christianity, that's why. We were founded, the co-founders, the Fillmores, Charles and Myrtle, um, uh, they, were, they, they recognized um, a different kind of Jesus. They recognized Jesus in their understanding as wayshower, as elder brother. They recognized that there is but one process, there is but one creative experience that God knows not how to create first and second class citizens that there is but one creative idea and it is innate within each and every person and the full understanding of that inner creative um, um, uh, the focus within us is called the Christ. Christ is in Jesus' last name. Christ is a level of understanding, of power, of knowing, of doing and that is an innate experience within each one of us. So, we are metaphysical Christianity, we are not fundamentalist Christianity. There's nothing wrong with people who are fundamentalist Christians. They are right and perfect where they are, because that is fulfilling them in their journey. But that's not what unity is. And so our interaction within all people and all experiences, be they Hindu or Hottentot, is to give them freedom to do, be, and have exactly what is right and perfect for them to do, be, and have. But we are not everything to everybody and we're not trying to do that because that wouldn't work
1: can you speak to the gnostic gospels
0: Um, you know uh, the the hidden the the experience you, you know the best gnostic gospel to seek and find is that inner word that is hidden within you. And once you find that, you can write your own gospels, and they will be just as valid as anything else.
1: Where was the mind of creator when he, she created, and there's a whole list here of things, black widow spiders, uh, (laughs) pesky bugs, Uh, that are so ugly and deadly. Is Carl here? Did you write that? Carl wants to answer that.
0: There's nothing ugly but in the eye of the beholder. You know, you can hold a tarantula and see beauty. You know, and then squash it. It's an evolutionary process that takes place, I'm sure, within the whole cosmos, and everything is in its right and perfect place at its right and perfect time, and our opportunity is to simply interact with it with peace. Carl? You got it, okay.
1: Um, I think, well, time-wise, we need to...
0: Okay. Are we there? Pretty much. Thanks for the opportunity of sharing. It's a joy.
1: All right.